We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Wait a second. Wait, where's CJ, wait, CJ? Wait, wait, hold on. Hello? Wait, where is... I guess he's not coming. Okay. Are they playing on three? Two? Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Oh. DJ CJ. Oh, he's, he's coming up to the bump. Tournament. He's oh, making it. Look at the tweet. He needs the help. Yeah, on the hood. Follow oh. CJ CJ RL. Like, is that a Takumi? I think, I I can't, I can't I think it is. It's got to be a Takumi. <laughs> coming Is he through. controlling the... Hey everybody, welcome to the World's Preview Show in partnership with Renegades and Prediction Esports. I'm going to be your host, Law, alongside me, the one and only CJ, CJ, and uh, my pleasure to introduce as well from one, you know, coach that has won an award to an another. Uh, it's going to be locked in. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Hello, we take those, we take those. That's apparently apparently we take them even though we weren't supposed to i guess. <laughs> i don't know either way uh, I mean, we've got, oh. yeah, we got two coach of the years here so that's what it's all about <laughs> well we got a fun show for you guys uh over the next hour or so we're going to be talking about the wild card and anything else you guys have for us uh the show in particular is going to be a early preview as the world championships do start officially next week uh which is pretty crazy to think about i mean for you guys in particular uh, it's been a long season, uh, but it's been an even longer wait. It feels like uh, we're coming up on like two and a half, almost three years since we've had a world championship. It's got to be pretty exciting to be able to go back for the biggest event of the year, especially after like a true circuit-based system, right? Like it's got to be such a cool feeling. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's my what first world since season six, so that was 2018. So first worlds in four years. Um, wild it's um it's good to be back i think it's just going to be you know we had the tasters of the majors but now we're going to get like 13k people in an arena it's just going to be you know tenfold of what we've seen so far so i think i don't think people are ready this world like how big it's going to be i'm pumped what about you Lachlan? yeah well it's it's kind of crazy to think about it because i've only been what with the boys for just over a year now so I didn't fathom that in my first year of, I guess, coaching, I'd make it to a world championship, um, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, but, you know, we've been a sort of along the journey. It's been, you know, we've had ups and downs, but made it first OCE seed for, I guess, OCE. So I'm looking forward to it. I know it's going to be massive for sure. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, kind of dive into that too, because it is like there's so many different phases and stages to this 
world championship altogether, right? Like this is the first time and a first for many for many different multitudes between, you know, kind of like a secluded, like thousand person only like early showcase with a pavilion. And then you get into 13,000 people, which is kind of crazy to think about that we're taking what we saw in LA and doubling it. So uh, should be a lot of fun to see how that all plays out. But primarily let's, let's focus in on the wild card for those that are tuning in. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, if you guys have questions in chat, don't be afraid to tag me or any of the guys and we'll eventually see it. We'll get to it. But uh, we've also going to have throughout the show, not only are we going to break down and kind of just express our opinions and, and kind of banter a little bit about why CJ and them are going to qualify for a top eight and uh, some other types of copium probably on my half. But we're going to talk about a lot of different things in regards to like the world championship, but we also want to have you guys interacted. So if you guys have questions, don't be afraid to tag us. Uh, all the guys are in chat. You can also then, uh, if you are curious, if you type exclamation point tickets in the chat as well, you do have the ability to purchase a virtual ticket, which allows you to then get into the call itself with us. Uh, you can ask a question, whether it be for one of the people individually, about all of us, any of that kind of stuff, which is a really cool way to just have a direct interaction to the show, kind of like a radio style broadcast. So a uh, pretty cool concept here that we're going to be doing. So if you guys want to do that, by all means, exclamation point tickets in the chat, we'll do it. So let's kick it off. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I can... I guess break it down so you guys don't have to. Uh, the wild card stage is the first one, which is a Swiss stage. Um, before we get into it, Swiss, for those that do not know, is you're taking teams that are in a higher seed. They play a lower seed, technically not this time, which we'll talk about in a bit here. Um, but you have to either get three wins to progress to the next stage or three losses you end up going home. You can play a max of five matches. So um, that is going to be the first round. And then they go into a group stage with a double eliminate. Like there's three different formats within one world champ. It's, it's pretty nuts. It goes for 10 days. Like there's a lot to it. Um, we have the seeds that are nine to 24 that are going to be competing some for the first time ever, um, out of 72 teams or 72 players, there's 51 new faces at this world championship. There's a lot. Um, it's, it's pretty crazy to think about. Uh, but the way they decided to do it this time is rather than being like, yo, high seed, play low seed. They had you all draft opponents. Thoughts? When you guys first heard Johnny Boy's like brainchild and be like, yeah, let's do it. What'd you guys think? Um, yeah, we got hit up by Sonics about it. Uh, when we first heard about it, we were second seed. So I was like, that's wicked. Um, pretty much yep. straight away knew we were playing an SSA, a, a sub-Saharan African team. Um, because that, that makes logical sense. It's their first world, so they're the most ex unexposed region, I guess. Um, so when we found that out that, that was that was pretty exciting. But I think for the teams that are lower down, you know, I can see why... Well, I can't. I, I can see why people be angry, because they are getting harder matchups. But at the same time, you had to seed it some way. And mm. for the for the teams that don't have major region points or the, the slots, like, you have to put bias in there. So this was, like, the only way to do it. I guess unbiased by having the nine to sixteen teams being the major slots because that's how the top eight is. So you may as well have nine to sixteen the same. I like it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a really good way to join it as well. I mean, from your perspective as a coach, obviously, like there's only certain strategies that you can put in. Um, there are some people that are talking about the different perspectives of like picking a really tough opponent to kind of get the feet wet and like going hard and like okay, we're warmed up no matter what coming through. Uh, do you guys think that really matters in this kind of situation? Or is it is it something to definitely take into consideration? Because, like, I look at a team, like, one of the earlier matches, like Pioneers, Veloce. Both those teams are going to be ready to go any match from there on out. Uh, while you guys kind of can get the jitters to settle a little bit. Yeah, I think it's definitely an interesting aspect. Um, I think, most importantly, the interesting part of it is 
day one is only you only have one game. So even if you win, you you still have that game. Um, you don't play a second one like we did in, I believe, Sweden, uh, where we won versus Endpoint and then had to play Phase in the afternoon. Whereas I guess if the Pioneers beat Veloce, they don't have that second game afterwards to have that kind of confidence to go into. They've got to go back home to their hotel. They've got to reset and sort of hit it back tomorrow and they could sort of regain on that confidence. Um, and I guess on the flip side of that, for the teams that have that loss, it's also that opportunity to think about what went wrong, what went right, and what can we work upon? It's that extra little bit of time, I think, which is a bit of a bonus, um, which I think uh, for some of the teams could uh, could really go in the right way, for sure. It's overall kind of cool to just see something different tried because usually they like send you guys to some like weird, like, okay, you're going to DreamHack, try this weird thing, see how it goes, and and then it goes from there. But uh, to see it within a world championship too, like it, this is the biggest event of the year in a season that we're finally able to run it. And they're like, yo, curveball. Like no one I thought <laughs> saw this coming, which I think is why so many people liked it unless you were, you know, a lower seed, like uh, shout out to K-Corp fans everywhere. Um, there was some thoughts that were expressed on the Twitter sphere. So uh, that's nothing new, but process <laughs> for you guys is to pick an SSA team other than the outside of like, hey, they're the least experienced and you guys couldn't pick Pirates. If you guys got the choice between Pirates and Bravado, would you have picked Pirates as well? Um, no, nah, Bravado was our first pick. So, so basically, the teams we all had to um, give out like a pick eight, all the eight teams in order. Obviously, for us, we only had to pick two teams because you know, if in case right. V one picked our number one preference, so we went Bravado first. And I guess the reason behind that, some people, if you're not familiar with the SSA region, like Pirates have won six out of nine regionals. I think Bravado won the other three, or they won the last two. Um, regionals of spring so they might be the form team but at the same time like for us you know pirates went to saudi gamers eight and i think that was like good international experience and like this these this region has zero international experience so just getting you know scrims in already they basically had an earlier boot camp for worlds so we're happy to get bravado i think that um v1 sort of picked pirates based on gameplay i guess they thought they were weaker um i think bravado have the you know they got the mvp the regional mvp there as well so they might be stronger but i think that i don't know i we talk about land experience but recently we've <laughs> seen that doesn't really matter at all but i think it's more about scrimming international teams more than land experience right now so, i mean i, I want to i want to touch on that i mean what are your guys' thoughts about like last land like it felt so weird there were so many sweeps big names out immediately like <laughs> are we gonna get more of the same or like is that just kind of the the new thing now where like it is so tough going in and just having an expectation because on land, it just feels like anything can happen. Like there is no. Yeah, I think I think previously, like we had with day one, we had crowds and stuff like that, right? But now because we're getting these, like at the majors, we're getting these events where the first few days there's no crowd. It's really not. Doesn't feel like a land. Like you, you sort of you can really lock in. There's no crowd. It doesn't feel like there's much pressure. And I think you're seeing those younger, like the mechanical ball chasey teams step up because they're just playing like it's online. And then we get to the crowd, it's a little bit more. Um, a bit more balanced. So that's when you see your NRGs usually shine when there's a crowd because they play a bit slower, yeah? Like they're just a bit more of a defensive, slow-paced team. Um, same with, I guess, you look like an Optic Gaming, how they, they still went all right um, on the on the crowd yeah. stage. Like just the slower-paced team seem to go all right once you get to the crowd, the pressure and stuff like that. But yeah, these early days, you're seeing these teams get knocked out because you're just seeing these liquids and like come through that are just me mechanical demons. And if they're mechs on and they're, mm -hmm. they're ball chasing, like they're going to beat anyone. So I think that if Worlds was, you know, we do have a crowd in Wildcard, but it's still not big. I think, you know, if we had crowds like day one of every land, you wouldn't have been seeing these upsets, I don't think. 
Um, so I think that's just add a little another element. It feels like a dream hack, Lola. You know, like the the vibe. It's a bit more. Everyone's in the same area, hanging out. Everybody's vibing. It's, it's a it's more low key. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because uh, for those that haven't been there in the past, like, um, previous lands always had this like weird aura to them. Like there was a stigma almost of like you could feel something was different. Like you would when you were going onto stage. Like if you ever had the chance to like sit backstage, and I'm lucky that I've been privy to this, but like being able to stand backstage and watch Rogue getting ready to go on stage to compete, there is like an unsettling feeling until you get into the match. Like there's just a level of comfort that isn't there compared to like Dream Hacks, where it's like you're there with the boys, you're going to the Sky Bar every night, you're like you're having a good time. I don't know what that squeak was, but yeah, like some yeah, there's like child. some child. <laughs> yeah. yeah like there's there's a different feeling to it as well so i i can understand when you guys are kind of like in the pit or the den or whatever the heck you guys are calling it um it, it may not feel like the same gravity despite there being so much on the line and i think with pavilion which is unique about this wild card is there is going to be a thousand people uh it's going to be a very intimate setting but the fact that you guys only play one match is I think that's that like it it changes everything in my opinion. Like in those early rounds, especially for Swiss, like you even see that in like uh in like majors too. Like when you guys are playing like double eliminations or day ones and stuff, you guys would lock to lowers and then have to play again two matches back to back again. And now it's like there's a gap. You take a day off, chance to reset, and get in. So uh it doesn't feel like it's a lot, but that stuff does make a huge difference. I think that really suits us like we, you know, we look back to Sweden. We rolled endpoint the EU number one seed, and then people walk around anyway. Oh, we, played the, we played the EU number one seed, beat endpoint, and then I guess you know the hype that we sort of got from that coming down. I don't know these, these people just these people just going off in it. Anyway, the hype you got from that match, we found <laughs> it hard to sort of, we we found it hard to come back down. Um, I guess into that, I think we played phase straight afterwards, and we just we were a bit overstimulated I'd say and the same thing we beat Furia we swept Furia and then we played Semper and we we're just making a lot more mistakes and stuff like that so we're just a little bit yeah we got a little bit ahead of ourselves so I don't know if we're a momentum team I think the one series a day will help us we get to go back reset and then get ready again and launch straight back in I mean I think that credit just goes to your coach then you got the prep you know you're prepared for the, the team the next day right like it just means Lachlan's doing his job right is he I think I am <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. best part is you're looking that way and he's below you on discord and he's that way on stream <laughs> which um, mine's reversed too so the way as i'm pointing i'm pointing at you when i'm talking about it is we're all over the place oh, yeah <laughs> one thing i wanted to add in um when we're talking about i guess you know having i guess the crowds and stuff um a big thing that i always talk about with a lot of other fellow coaches i had a, I had a pretty big in-depth chat with eclipse and nick about it is the importance of having a set team culture. Um, some teams thrive under a land environment with a lot of crowds. You look at your V1s, you look at Calm, really getting involved in that environment. But then you look at other teams who maybe don't like that environment, don't like the lights, don't really thrive under that pressure. So it's really interesting to see that dynamic come out on game day, but then also when teams have that sort of underlying motivation to be like, hey, let's just embrace it. Whatever happens, happens. Let's go out there. Let's have some fun. We've, we, we've, you know, put in how much effort back home. We're now at the major. We're now at Worlds, obviously, next week. Um, and it's a different dynamic. So let's just embrace it. Let's have fun and let's do what we can. So I think it's a, it's a different dynamic. And I think 
you know, with that mindset, we might see some incredible upsets, which I'm really looking forward to seeing um, because I think it definitely can happen. Bigger than BDS going 06? That's pretty big. The bar <laughs> is set high. <laughs> well, well you guys have seen the records of BDS in the last two events and a couple others. They're not good. So now and non. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy to think about. So... I don't know. Anything can happen. I, I think that's the best part about these events. Wildcard, I think, is arguably going to be the best Rocket League we've ever seen with so many diversities when it comes yep. to different regions, different competition. And we're not talking about, like, the best of the best, but we're talking, like, hey, we've got a third, fourth seed in the region playing against a two seed from Mina, who we've never seen play ever. Like, let's find out what happens. Like, I love that. I absolutely love it. So We're just throwing teams into the it. fire. <laughs> hey, hey, you pick them, man. You pick those teams. <laughs> So it's your fire, all right? Either way, uh, I'm excited to throw uh, one of our lucky, view lucky viewers into the fire. We've got a question from Jack Munt that's going to be happening up next here. Uh, as we welcome to the call, Jack, floor is yours. What question you got for us? Well, 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 CJ, CJ, and LBP, we meet again. My God. Uh, I'm the person <laughs> that came to your uh, boot camp at the Winter Major, just as, like for some reference. So uh, I have to ask, will you choke? At Worlds. This guy's really oh. hard, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he? He was doing this at the boot camp as well. He was coming in. He had, had 85,000 questions. And they were like, you know, who's the worst player on the team? Who do you want to, do you want to change teams? Um, oh, I don't know. What do, you, what do you define as choke, I guess? I think we should beat teams we should beat. And then we'll hopefully have a crack at teams we might not be able to beat. But um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I think we've we've been pretty consistent. I guess this this season at majors internationally, we've beaten Endpoint, beaten Furia twice. We got we got some good raps. Look at the highlights coming up those years. Well, have a, have a crack at those. <laughs> oh no, is that the one you're bringing up? Yeah, that wasn't great. Um, you know, we, we, look, uh, look, Jack. Let's just say we're gonna miss a couple open nets. All right, we might have a couple of own goals, but it's if if you define that as a choke, then go ahead. But if you don't, you know, we're gonna probably still win the series. We'll take it out, but we'll have some fun along the way. That's the OC That's region. That's what we bring. You know, a little bit of chaos. We don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, hopefully it just turns our way. Do you have anything planned for your walkout? This uh, is assuming well, that you actually make it to championship someday. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really want to plan that far ahead. So I'd like to get out of wildcard first and then get out of uh, get out of main event or get out of top 16, make top eight. So it's one step at a time. One mm. step at a time. I I personally like the gritty. I've been practicing it. Um, <laughs> I know the others don't like it, so they probably won't follow along. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll see. There's going to be another walkout where one of the members is not missing, and it's actually just going to be Lachlan do the gritty, and all three players will be like, "All oh, you men, go ahead. Like We're going we're gonna to be back here in the smoke. I'll take, I'm good. I'll take the lead. I'll take the lead. <laughs> All right, Jack, we appreciate it, man. Uh, any other Thanks questions? You got one last one on the... If, no, he's gone. Never mind. Goodbye, Jack. Just like that. No, he's back. Okay. He's back. Oh, yeah, I'm back? Okay. Him. Yeah, I'll give All you right. one last one. What do you got? Uh, I actually have, I have a legit, legit question, and this is mainly for coach, uh, the coach here. Do you have any advice for mental when it comes to Rocket League? Yeah, I, I guess uh, the first question is to define what you mean by mental, whether it be in-game, whether it be out-of-game. Because obviously there's different elements, right? Um, is it more so, you know, getting tilted? Um, is it more so dealing with toxicity? 
um, there's a there's a wide like sort of a uh, an angle that we can sort of talk about there. Is there a specific sort of uh, mental approach that you were thinking about? Yeah, uh, I've been playing a lot of ones recently, and mm-hmm. that you know, and know what happens there. Uh, I do. Yeah, so I I think I just need to I don't know I need, need to figure a tilt out coach. To, yeah, exactly. Hmm. How do you not get tilted, Lucky? Yeah, it's it's hard because I get it, I do it myself, and I think all good mental coaches do. Um, it's a tricky barrier to fall. Um, I think the most important thing is understanding your goal. Um, is that to sit down and, and play and win five games? Um, and once you do that, you know you know, you know that you've achieved your goal. Um, is it to do something else? Is it to set like a, a more of a midterm goal, whether it be a week long to I guess go from um, GC one to GC two, for example? Having a goal, I think, is the most important thing. Um, and then within that goal, having smaller goals, so that when you hit those smaller goals, there's a self, there's a there's a sign of self accomplishment. There's a sign of progress. And I think when you see that progress, the sort of mental strain that you take within yourself when you play those one games is a little bit less daunting. It's a little bit, oh, it's okay. But at the end of the day, I achieved my goal. Um, and I think also the most important thing as well is taking breaks. Um, I think when we sit down and play for especially once, um, you know, two hours, three hours, just queuing back to back to back. Um, we can start to maybe, you know, be a bit more aggressive. We can start to rush out, you know, what we want to do. So I think splitting it up and having different breaks here and there is one of the most important things we can do, for sure. Right, can I just tack so in much. there? Um, oh, yeah. Just, uh, look, the demon, the demon saying that, but really he just jumps on his exercise bike and just goes demon mode for about five and a half minutes <laughs> if he gets tilted. <laughs> Um, but I think I think in on that I get a lot of questions as well surrounding like oh you know how do I improve quicker or like I want to be you know I'm diamond one how do I get to SSL stuff like that I think you've really got to fall in love with the process like you can set goals mm-hmm. to to get to you know this rank or hit that rank but if you're not enjoying like the grind and you're not enjoying practicing it's the same in like a one v one if you're getting conceding kickoff goals if you're just going oh well, that that sucks or if you're actually going okay what happened there how do i work on that what am i going to do next time or anytime you make a mistake if you're actually analyzing yourself and and trying to improve and you're like really enjoying that that aspect then you'll find yourself improving a lot quicker and yeah, I think that you you know it's like that cliche. You can't. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. So really fall in love with practicing and that sort of stuff, which is I guess yeah. But it's, I guess like us, like we still have fun vibing, hanging out, playing playing scrims. We're not like oh, we have to do this, we have to do that. Like and this is all just boring stuff along the way. Like this is what we love. We love coming to boot camp, hanging out with the boys and having fun. So same when you're playing ones or twos or threes, like fall in love with the process, fall in love with, you know, if you're going to lose games, getting better and improving and stuff like that. That's how all the pros got better. That's why Daniel right now has 130 hours because he just loves improving and grinding. Yeah. All right. Thank you for having me. By the way, Lawler, uh, I'm Geo from your chat, just so you know who yeah, I am. Yeah, I figured as much. If you're harassing them during the winter, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Geo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank Enjoy you for having night, me. Enjoy yeah, that, brother. Jack, thanks for joining us. Thanks. Crazy stuff, man. Yeah, the mental's a big one. The person I heard say it best <laughs> in the OG days. <laughs> I love this production. Where have they got that from then? <laughs> Take the shorts, ladies and gentlemen. That is speed. Uh, if you're, if you're doing the gritty in that on the way out, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm just I'm a little scared. Yeah, I think I'm mental. Yeah, I uh, like 
I remember Kronovi saying it like in the OG days, like you should play for the intent to improve, not to win. And yeah. I, I think that helps a lot of people, especially once. So uh, pretty exciting stuff. Obviously, we're going to switch gears and start talking about specifics. Uh, our Switch or our Swiss matchups have finally got announced. We know who's playing in our first rounds, which is really exciting to kick everything off. Uh, out of the gate, I think there's probably two matches that stand out the most, but there's one in particular that I think we as a collective are really excited about. Uh, Kansas City Pioneers versus Veloce. Um, I think that's the one that a yeah. lot of us have on our radars. Uh, for you guys specifically, what about that match uh, excites you guys? Well, I, I just think it's an interesting pick. I think the fact that we do have the draft picks sort of adds that extra element of of pressure, I guess, on the team that picks the other team because you're like you chose this matchup, so now you better win it. Um, and I think for the pioneers, like they what they roll BDS, they swear BDS three O, and you've got a team like Sempa, who's the EU six seed coming in, you know, sneaking into the wild card, who are really good. They're sort of looking out of form, I'd say. You know, Archie's obviously le- obviously left them. They're looking a bit like their their hearts been ripped out. Um, you'd think you'd sort of go that way. Um, or, or I guess you could look at Optic as well. But Veloce, I don't know. I feel like they've proven as a region um, maybe just how dangerous they can be. Maybe they did it because they thought the visa issues. I know, I remember they were sort of they sort of came in here and joked about it. Like, we might not yeah. be playing it. Like, they're going for the buy round. But now I think they're all coming. So I think they're going to be eating their words there. <laughs> they did, they did think, confirm this morning that they are going to be there. So Yeah, so they're all going to be there. So I think the fact that they picked them and they've sort of gone, well, this is the weakest team out of these options. It just adds that extra spice. And I think that, I don't know, there's, it's just a freak region, aren't they? They're just, I don't know, they're just good. Mm. Yeah, we we um we screamed, well, I think it was two out of, out of the three members of Veloce um, in Saudi. It was our eSports, I think. Um, we screamed them twice, and they were a good team. Um, obviously not encompassing the whole Veloce roster. So um, I'm definitely excited to see how they go um, over here as well, for sure because they definitely were performing pretty well in Saudi. Yeah, I think they're a team that um, a lot of people obviously know, the Falcons slash Sandrock. They've won literally everything, but they did bleed a couple times. Um, I talked about this stat uh, today on stream uh, earlier about how Falcons, over the course of the entire season, from Regional 1 of Fall Split all the way till Spring Regional 3, their second round in, so their second match out of like their four or five or whatever they played, they were only outshot once mm. the entire time. And yeah, that... to hear that and then still know that like team like sites and stuff were knocking them down, like goes to show like, okay, they're efficient with their accuracy. Like they're very dangerous on offense. Like they're a team that should definitely be feared. So I think seeing that against a, a Pioneers team that's definitely proved themselves, right? Like Pioneers have been playing pretty dang well. Obviously, you guys know all about that. So um, that stuff has been very exciting to see more competition and the depth growing from multiple regions now that there's like consistent competition, especially for the Miners for the first time in, you know, five years. So um, again, a lot of people have been asking. Uh, August 4th is when Worlds starts for the wildcard stage. Uh, they're going to be playing in round one, which were the matches that just showed up. Um, out of all those, um, I think some obvious favorites to go through that I have. What about you guys? Is there any, like, if you had to pick, like, three or four teams that are for sure going to make it through, who you got? Uh, obviously us. Um, first up, we'll just tick that off the list. I <laughs> think it off. V, V1 are just, just the best. 
V1 are just the best group stage team ever. Like, they just yeah. know every event, so that they're a pretty safe bet. Uh, I'd probably say Space Station always find a way to get through, no matter how, like, they can look shaky and they'll still scratch their way through. Uh, I, Dignitas obviously get the easy first matchup. That sort of reminds me of Sweden, where they had, I think, APAC, and then they just rolled straight through into a 9-0. I think they're a very momentum-based yeah. team, but they do get the days off. Because I remember in Sweden, they played like three series in like a day or something and just had Friday off and then they got swept on Saturday by Semper. Yeah. So, um, the team that they beat four times previously and then the one time they need to win, they lose. Yeah, <laughs> I, feel like, yeah. I feel like Dig is just a team that we talk about the crowd and stuff. They really struggle with that sort of stuff, I feel like. Just with the, the getting in the mental game, like, you know, you're versing a V1 or something, like the mental side of the game when you're staring, standing across from other people, I think they don't really like that sort of stuff. Same with the guests, mm-hmm. they verse Pioneers and stuff. And they haven't looked too hot on land. Um, so I think the, given the Gladiators, they'll have a good run. But apart from that, it's up in the air. I think Optic will find a way to get through. They always seem to do that. Mm. I like K-Corp. I, like, I, I feel like they've got a pretty good chance of making it through. Um, they had a pretty good run in London. So it'll be interesting to see them. Obviously, I won Esports first round matchup. That'll be really interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm a personally hyped for that match. Probably. Yeah, um, I'm doing that. My second favorite match apart from ours um so yeah that's gonna be a really good one um optic i think a lot of people were saying you know optic i think most people were saying three three what three uh three and a three you they were just making the assumption that optic's gonna make it through um it'll be interesting to see their form in the swish i've got pretty high confidence for them but again we'll see how they go it'll be interesting yeah i think for mine uh like ssg is a pretty sure fire I mean, baby Dan, how do you how do you bet against that, right? Uh, obviously, my own copy. I'm with V1. Got to see them do well. Um, but I I, uh, I I don't think anybody's safe. I also like that Team Secret Semper match. I think Secret could possibly win that. So yeah, um, there was there was definitely upset potential in this bracket in the early rounds, which can definitely favor the teams in the first round. Like if you see an upset, like Secret beats Semper, and then all of a sudden, like you guys get to play Secret, like that's a free win, right? Because you guys just build different Sam. against South America, right? Against you know? Sam, yeah. Yeah, we should have picked Sam, really. I don't know why we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that, but I'm also excited about our next caller. We got Michael Nutt on the line here in just a second. He's going to have some questions for everybody as we pull him in. Michael, welcome to the stream. Uh, what questions you got for the boys? Hi. I just want to say, first of all, uh, good luck to the Renegades boys. Uh, love watching you Legend. play. Legend. Unfortunately, like watching CJCJ on the gusting table more, so you know there, there's a chance I might be ruining. Everyone says that. Anyway, I wanted to ask you guys. Um, you know, when we're looking at past World Championships, uh, most of the time we're remembering who actually won the World Championship. Uh, do you think at this World Championship, uh, do you think there will be any storylines besides? just the winner that we'll be talking about months and years down the line. Oh, I a hundred percent. I know one in particular. I think for me, if I'll go for it's probably the, it could be the Mina, like mm. just the, the real foundation of Mina. Like if Falcons win Worlds, I know they got second in the major, but I think that if they win Worlds and say an O one or a, you know, Veloce come up as well, that'll just really put the, the exclamation mark on that region. Like that region could just take over everyone. 
the way they're playing. Sort of the what what we saw at Saudi, a taste of their mechanics and stuff like that. Um, it was it was scary. So I think it could be the founding of Mina, or you know the other storyline we're hoping is like the return of OCE, you know, into the top top eight, top six, top four. You know, if we can get a run like that that we had Chief season six, fourth place, that'd be crazy. So. That's what we're going for. Um, but Mina are that region that I just everyone's going to be talking about, I think. Johnny Boy's loving it. He's looking like the founding father of the region, getting them into RLCS. They act so. like that Gamers 8, bro. Like, <laughs> you got a whole crowd cheering just for Johnny. Like, I mean, I get it. He, you know, he pushed that through. Lachlan, what do you got? Any uh, any storylines that you think are going to be huge? I think, yeah, I think I'm literally on the same. Like, literally on the backhand of that with um, with CJ. I think Falcons, I was just looking at their... Um, uh, spring mage, you know, three one against phase, four three against SSG, four three against V one. I think from the spring major, they know that they can do it. I think they're going to be riding that confidence wave into worlds. Um, so I reckon, you know, we could see definitely Mina world champs. Um, I, I say that pretty confidently. Um, apart from us potentially, but um, or Furia, we'll give it to Furia. Yeah, or Furia again. Obviously, winning game as eight is massive. They've got that confidence leading into the back end of it. Um, and we all know that momentum is a massive thing within this eSport, so I think it's going to be really interesting. I saw a card at the Gucci store as well, so they're already spending that bank. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they did just it. win, like, you know, 400K, you know, split three ways, so, like, they're doing okay. Uh, don't, for, don't forget, boys, you got to pay taxes on that. Like, don't spend it all. Like, you don't want to make that mistake. Now, I think you guys are, like, obviously you guys are focusing in on the right things, but uh, flip it on its head. Let's talk about the negatives. Like, energy possibly doesn't bounce back. BDS, like where are they going to go? Like, I think there could be yep, yep. some some conversations around the like next generation, the new era, or some of these long-standing rosters. Like we've seen so many times where roster changes happen so abruptly because of the fact of like seasons only being three, four months. Um, all said and done, maybe like six total after gameplay breaks and all that kind of stuff. So yep. you see that kind of conversation, and now you've got a team in NRG that formed at the beginning of COVID after dropping a world championship team with with Turbo Balsa, you bring in Squishy Justin to work together, and they've been nothing but successful until, you know, roughly winter, midwinter. So, like, we all know that energy has potential. They're also the only team with a full world championship winning roster. Like, we know they have potential to go through that lower bracket or otherwise in groups and then make a run on the final day, just like anybody else. Like, if you make top eight, there's a guarantee for you to win in some capacity. Like, anybody in that top eight has so much potential to make it, I think, in that opinion, if you get to that stage. So what happens if NRG goes 0-2 in groups? I think... Yeah, I think, think about the conversation, and, like, there's going to be a lot of people talking about that. Is there a roster change? Like, there's going to be some impactful times where it's like, yo, this dynasty of three world championship players no longer together. Like, what if that happens? It's literally someone just vacuum cleaning on the other side as well. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I, we can't I, hear I, that, I'm, so that's great. <laughs> Awesome. Speaking of oh, NA good. pros, though, like I, we, I was talking the other day, and I'm going to name names, but that we're sort of saying, like, if NRG are in wildcard, they don't know if they don't think they make it out, like the way they're playing huh? right now, the way they're screaming. So, you know, that's the difference. If, you, if, if V1 there. wins against top two, like, then energy isn't like that's the difference you're talking about. Like, it came down to one goal or like mm. one game. Should have beat Falcons, yeah. Just, uh, a lot of teams should have said should it be Falcons, but I mean, Falcons. I don't think NRG are making a run. I, I, I think the world champs could do different things though. Like everything feels scripted, you know what I mean? So Garrett's always it's all part of the plan. Uh, man. We all know Turbo's going to get subbed in, and he's going to win his fifth. Like that's the real storyline <laughs> we're looking for, right? 
That'd be that'd be insane. I think he's I think he's happy. Not actually. I want to say I think he's happy coaching. Obviously, he'd rather be playing, but um, yeah. I don't know. Turbo's so funny. Got to love him. I want to see him back on the pitch. I don't know if he'll ever retire. I think he's just born and bred for Rocket League. But um, yeah, we'll see how Optic go. They actually look good. They scrimmed with him before Drees came in London, and they look really good according to all reports. So mm-hmm. maybe he's maybe he's back on the grind. He just need that little kick in the bum, you know, to get get grinding again. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Michael, great, great question, man. I'm looking forward to it. We'll have to like kind of revisit this conversation after like off season happens and like the roster changes happen and we start 21, 20 or 22, 23 season and like be like, man, maybe there was some bigger, bigger storylines we didn't know about. But no, great question. Good thing to think about, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Pleasure, for, uh, Join on, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's gonna be like plaguing my brain for the rest of the the rest of the <laughs> like oh what storyline did michael want us to think about like maybe he knows maybe he's the script writer we don't know. i don't think he was satisfied with that was he he was waiting to hear like apac win APAC, or i was thinking over yeah apac <laughs> mate top eight imagine do you imagine like tokyo already comes out of nowhere and it's just like bap yeah. like, realize she starts know. popping off crazily i mean yeah i will say that detonator team Looks pretty good at Gamers 8. Like, in threes, they look solid. We nearly lost to Gladiators as well. We went to game five with OSM. Um, yeah, but it's you guys. Yeah. I'm, not, like, I'm not surprised by that. Well, yeah, I think with that, like, it was, <laughs> I'm looking forward to just playing threes. I think we played twos and ones. I think let's get us back to threes. It's so hard to go 3v3 into a 2v2 into a 3v3 into a 1v1 into a 3v3. Just Did let you... us roll through the threes. Did you guys listen to the the first touch about like the weight Gamers Eight has on like where teams I heard that right T-Bad said it's irrelevant. I think it's relevant only to a certain degree. I think it was just a bit of fun, a bit of a boot camp before Worlds. I think yeah. everyone was sort of treating it. Obviously, the prize money was insane, but I think everyone was sort yeah. of just treating it as that that you know pre Worlds boot camp. Um, look at this shot from Thieves coming up. By the way, I remember this. Oh, fake. Uh, over fake time again. to win, the, fake again. to win, and then wait for it. So good. I hit those from time to time. Look at the reaction. We're happy with that. <laughs> you guys won the series, so CJ has to run to the other room. That's just we won the so whole. Excited. That was a regional bum. Done. Yeah, Easy. that was a regional. Left his house. Love it. Love it. I see you, Caleb. There's people in chat talking absolute blasphemy as well. Righteous coming. No, no, in it's all. It's this. yeah. I gave him. I gave him VIP for what he said. Nah, he's trying to. He's trying not because to not because he's a homie. And, uh, land, and he's Catch and he's hooking man. us up at the concert. This is his obligation now to hook us up at the concert. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's because he said very very true things about CJ. That's that's what he does. I don't know. Is there any? I'm gonna ask you guys a, a particular question, and then we're gonna bring in one more. Um, is there one person that you like really look forward to seeing at LAN? Like it, like out of all of the community members, all that kind of stuff. Like, is there one person that you're just like? I, d- I don't get to see you until these events kind of come around. And then you're like, heck yeah. Caleb, you're a second. I think, it, points I think it's, here. it's hard to, you can't say that. Yeah. You can't say who's the one per. I think I look forward to seeing it. Like it's the whole community. For me, it's like, this is, this feels like a whole nother world when I come to land. Like when I'm at home, I'm just like, not, you know, I'm not CJ. I'm just Cameron hanging out at home and just doing my thing, you know, with, you know, it's like, and now suddenly you go to a land. It's like this whole different, like world so it's hard to 
say one person. I think just this whole community, I think I tweeted it a couple of weeks ago. Like we just got the best community. Like everyone you meet, everyone's so nice. Like, you know, everyone wants to take a photo or chat to you or, you know, everyone's just so welcoming. No one's really rude at land. And then all the players are really nice. We don't have like the COD beef or like maybe in CSGO. I don't know how they go there, but it's like a big family. <laughs> so yeah, I'm ex- actually, I'm going to put out Mumzo. I haven't seen Mumzo for so long. I'm going to, I'm going to put her, pick her out there. Um, we cannot wait to see her. I know she'll be there. So I'm going to take all that back. I'm only excited to see Mumzo. Janine, good to see you in chat. That's that's how close me and Mamzo are. We go by first name basis. <laughs> she's my she's my mother, so I don't need to call her a first name. You should. You should out of respect. <laughs> you put some authority <laughs> on that name. <laughs> Jokes aside, uh, we're gonna bring Nathan into the call. He's got a question for us. Nathan, floor zeros, what do you got? Nice dog. Nice dog's just hanging out. He's just listening. Nathan's just vibing with us in the chat. It's fine. He's vibing. <laughs> Nathan, you let us know when you're ready. Maybe not. Maybe we got Joey. Do we have Joey? Is Joey in chat? In the comments? Hello. Hey, Joey. Hey, hey. There we hey go. how you doing? How you doing? Good, brother. How are you? He's our water boy. If anyone doesn't know, our number one water boy. <laughs> Streamer of our Friday regionals as well, Mr. Nando. He's an, he's the number one supporter, oh. number one water boy in esports. Too kind, too kind. How are you doing? Good, mate. Good. Brilliant. Uh, so quick question. What was your favorite format for the whole season? And if you could, what would you like to introduce next season? I'll go first. I think I think I love Swiss. Um, I just think it gives the best, like it's just consistent. It gives the best teams the best opportunity. Some people might say it's boring, but as a player, I love it. I love it. Just win three before you lose three. Like it just makes sense. The seeding usually each round makes sense as well. You want to win the most games. You want to get three O's. Um, and, yeah, I just really enjoy Swiss. I think it's the best format compared to anything else. Swiss into single. Swiss into single alien. Yeah, it's the best format. Um, I don't like the, the bracket resets or anything like that, Nando. So I'll go to Swiss. Um, what was your second question? Say something after that. Uh, what oh, would you, re- next you introduce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me go. I always say the AFL finals format. So like the top the top bracket. four, the hybrid, yeah. Top four, get a second chance. And then fifth to eight are like single elim. So you your top four, yeah. get a chance to go straight through to the semi or the winner's final. And then you're, uh, you're five to eight after playoff in do or die games. I like that. Rewards the top four. We haven't done it yet. I think I think it's coming next season. So I don't want to give you guys a little, little insight, but I've talked to a few people who know some people. I think we're whipping it in. That should be fun. Hey. Mm. Well, you lot? I feel like I'm the same. Like I didn't really like groups. I feel like groups is pretty tricky because you're just enclosed in the box, that square that sits on Liquipedia, knowing that you're in that group. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I def- I think I like the Swiss. Same with you. Um, I think having to win three, um, and then obviously the opportunity to lose three, you can play a max of five games. I think it allows for uh, you know that vast opponent pool. I think it's that's really valuable. Sort of opportunity is sort of before you go into single or double aim. I think I really like Swiss the most. Um, I don't know what I would add in though. I'm not too much of a bracket Andy. I haven't really thought about that question yet. So yeah, but just yeah, Swiss is definitely my favorite for sure. So and for this world's. Yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm in agreement with anything but double elimination. Just get rid of double elimination. I never want to see it again. Uh, anybody who's been on this channel knows that Swiss is the best and always will be. 
I think formats wise should definitely go from like a group into a single limb just because like players having 20 million lives is making these broadcasts take 12 hours and mm -hmm. ain't nobody need that. So if you're going to have three regionals, you got to find a way to get through them to a point to make them like strict, like, Hey, if you lost a regional one, two and three are there to make up for it. And having Swiss into like a single limb or something like that is really good. So um, I think Swiss is the best, but if you do groups like single limb or like Swiss groups, round robin groups and then like something that's not double elimination groups or double even double limb groups is better than just like straight double limb i think it's a way to weed out teams and, and get the process going and then give us the intensity and i know a lot of people don't like swiss the only thing with swiss that they need to fix is like how they do seating like there's like that's going to be the big focus i think during the off season is finding a way to like sure up the seating and make things more solidified in the way that like the process happens because there was a lot of people upset with like how they determined like three most recent. Oh, now it's RLCS points. Now it's like, it's gotta be consistent. And then for next season, um, God, I have no idea. I, I do like the APL format. It is pretty sick. Like it rewards both sides. Like it, that APL format is actually really cool. So fingers crossed that CJ's not uh, capping us. No, I think, I think we're on here. I'm talking to people. Um, do you think? <laughs> I, I think I see that ages ago. Anything in a single elim is way better than like any format. Just give a single elim because I think the worst part is the bracket reset or the best of sets grand finals. Like it just, it just drags. So like, oh god! Do you remember when they were gonna do this this final day? Like originally they were gonna do this final day of seven best of sevens, and then the last series was a best of set two for the grand finals for the worlds. Like that was the original yeah. plan. Best of three, best of sevens is just oh, so god. long. It is just. I think for other games, because, you know, you look at, oh, well, Rocket League doesn't go for that long compared to, say, you know, League might play a best of five and they're hour-long games or 30 to, 30 to 50 minutes. But, like, Rocket League is so intense. Like, you, you're on, you're yeah. focused the whole time. You don't you don't, you don't don't die in Rocket League and you got a oh, minute to respawn. There you go, CJ. You put those away. Yeah, that's, you know, I think both my teammates missed an open net for that overtime. <laughs> so, I thought I had to put one away. No, they're faking. They're faking. That's the moist special right there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's... Is literally, yeah, Rocket League, you just don't stop. It's just such a mentally draining game. So to do potentially a best of three, yeah. best of sevens, like we did against Ground Zero, we had a 21-game series. We had three game sevens. And it's just like, oh, I've had enough. Like, let's just, we should have a gentleman's agreement called after one. Um, so <laughs> the single alien is always better. Appreciate it, Joey. Good question, yeah, man. Looking you. forward to uh, the you. evolution. Thanks, Nando. Thank you. All right, Nathan, we're going to try this again. What do you got for us? You know, I think production's messing with us at this point. I think they're messing. He says, I ready. see Nathan. His hand is being raised. He's here. Uh -huh. But uh, I don't see him, like, popping into, the like, the voice channel up top. I don't know what's going on. You know how it has, like, our names up top? Yeah, I'll Nathan's yeah. doesn't appear. So I don't know what's going on with that. You, they can hear him, but we can't. Uh -oh. So I'm not exactly sure what the situation is because Chat can hear him, but we can't. So like, you guys just dragged him into the live on air, and his his name doesn't pop up for like the in like HMC client. Oh, so, I agree with Nathan. I think he's brought yeah. some good points so far. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think he's probably been our best guest actually. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't appear in the like uh in the admin panel, so we I, I we can't hear him in client. So um 
admins or people in chat do you guys know what nathan's question is i mean you guys can hear him apparently chat can't hear him that's what chat uh, Thanks, chat. Chat's trolling you yeah. hold, on. Uh, hold on chat you get one you get one well unfortunately uh we're gonna have to figure out what's going on with nathan but yeah for some reason he's not popping up in the admin so we can't uh unfortunately hear him which stinks oh we got a question in the chat there Just nathan go. wants to know during the, the what the do during the do, the do Seeker would rather play optic during or... during the blank. Do you think Secret Semper. would play rather play optic or Semper? Semper, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think Dream. during wild cards, do you think Secret would rather play optic or Semper? Uh, I, I think Semper is an easier team. I think optic have that like. I think Semper are a bit like of a loose cannon, and they don't really have it figured out right now. Whereas Optic, at least, like they don't do anything, but they've got it locked down in defense. Like they'll have three in net, so they're probably a harder wall to break. The Optic gaming Mist is one of the best defenders in the world, no matter what team he's on. So uh, I think Optic's always scary at land. They're very they're suited to land. That's why they actually you know went alright. They went into made main stage and beat. Uh, who'd they beat? Is it a Sam team? They might have been a Sam team. I don't know. I so maybe Chad maybe Chad remember. They they definitely won a game on stage in London as well. So they're always yeah, they got a good play style for land. So similarly we talk about NRG and stuff like that. The more pressure, the more of a crowd, the slower people play, the worse the mechanics. And then you you bring in like who's got the best defense and who locks it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think Plus, uh, yeah, play, play style wise, um, Optic is definitely one of those that like they'll play you passively and punish you for every mistake. And Secret, although very talented and stuff, I think they do still fall under susceptibility to like some of the like old Sam woes where they're a little bit too over aggressive. They overextend a little bit. They they fall susceptible to, like counterattacks and stuff. Their offense when it's clicking is is incredible. And you saw like when it's playing well what they can do to a team like BDS. So, um, but but Semper's like chaos incarnate right now like i think they're still trying to figure out what the heck they're doing so uh i, I think that's kind of leans into it leans into who they drafted for a reason so good lachlan i'm dying yeah no i was gonna say the same thing i think that secret have that eu confidence sweeping bds i think they're going to be running with that um i think that's going to be their main yeah direction um semper for sure well, Nathan, unfortunately, uh, we can't hear you talk. What about now? Try now, Nathan. Oh, all good. Can you guys hear me? Hey! hey. hey. Oh, my God. a lovely voice, too. Maybe that he was sounds it. It exactly was as I thought he sounded. That's crazy. Yeah, you know, you know. Uh, yo, Dad Boy here, <laughs> by the way. Lawler. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, also, I had another question. Uh, have you... Yeah, have you guys heard of, like, any chance being organized for Worlds? Because I know that there was, like, a whole Discord set up, and and things organized for Landon, um, but I haven't seen anything come up for Worlds yet. That's a good question. I haven't seen anything either, but I'm sure there there should be. I've seen like Reddit mm -hmm. posts of people doing yeah. with chance and stuff, but I haven't actually seen. There was just literally a spreadsheet, wasn't there, for Landon with our uh, Craftman had organized. I don't know if Craftman's going to Worlds, so that might be the problem. But um, maybe I'll put a tweet out and we'll see. We'll find out something. But unless Lola knows, he could be the. So man. there, there is an RL chance on Twitter. But they haven't been active. Um, They're very the EU-based, the RL yeah, chance. because it is Craftman that usually is the one. So it's Craftman, Cole, Stumpy, and the boys, yeah. Yeah, so I would probably just, like, make a Reddit thread, honestly. 
and just be like, yo, is there a place where chants are being coordinated? And if not, like kickstart it. Um, I do know there has some people, there's been some people that are like talking about it. I've seen like whispers of being like, oh yeah, I'll add that to the chance list and this and that. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, there's a player named Happy Meal. And if they don't do the ba da ba ba ba, I'm loving it. Anytime he scores, I'm going to lose it. So like, <laughs> there's certain things where some guy like heard that. He's like, oh, I'm totally adding that to the list. I'm like, what list? Where is it? So, um, yeah, I, I think one of us will just have to like tweet it out or something and see what's going on. Awesome, thanks. Legend, right. thank you. Yeah, Legend, appreciate anything. Glad we got to hear you, man. Thanks, Yeah, man. awesome, awesome. Thanks, guys. Enjoy yeah, our brother. All right, next guest, bring him in. Bring him in. Who we got? Who we got? Johnny. Apparently. He's not here yet. Hello. Apparently, John. <laughs> Johnny. Johnny. Oh. Yeah, there we go. The J-Dog. CC, what up, brother? everybody. Hello. My God. Um, yeah, my, yeah, CJ, finally. Nice time to talk to you. Hell yeah. Um, all right. I got, I got some pretty good questions here. So I'll start with you, CJ. Um, uh-huh. This year, obviously, you've had a really big increase in like notoriety with the general populace. And like with especially, I think a lot of the free play players are getting to see you for the first time now that we have lands back. But um, well, you meant like the free play, like training free play players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you've been putting in the hours. I, I see it. Um, but and we've been seeing you on the desk a lot more. So after you're done playing, is this a path you see yourself continuing on, or like, and how do you make that decision of when to make that swap? Oh, it's a really interesting. I think that is a interesting decision or an interesting um, question you've asked there. Look, CCB is coming in thinking about it. Um, obviously, uh, like it is a path that I'd like to to go down. Like I've always sort of, I don't know, I'm trending towards that. That way, I guess. But you know, number one seed here in OCE is pretty good. Um, so still feel like I'm playing well. I actually was number one rate on Octane GG. K Dog loves that start. Um, so for the whole season in OCE, so you could say that you know they're clearly the number one player right here in OCEs. You know, could be hanging up the boots. But um, let's win worlds, and then we'll see what happens after that. But um, yeah, I would love to love to join the desk eventually. Cause it's good fun out there. I like the I like the vibe they've got. It's good fun. You get to hang out. It's less, you know, this that that that, you know, and more about just you know vibing with the boys and bringing a bit of knowledge, but bringing that like entertainment as well. So it's good fun, and I think if I enjoy it, then I want to do it. Yeah, it's, I mean, unlike apparently most people, I actually enjoy getting to watch you play still. So now, I appreciate you're the get. first person ever says you've ever said that. So. I appreciate you, because everyone else, I was playing. <laughs> CJ, if you didn't like, make it hurt so goddamn much, just, it wouldn't be a problem. Someone, like, someone in well, Saudi, I, didn't I was, say it was watching easy. the Twitch chat, and someone was like, wait, is this CJ the caster? So that's when you know like I'm in trouble, when people are well, recognizing you're me. you're not the, the podcaster anymore, so. Or the streamer right now. I'll get back on the no. stream, so don't worry about that. I just need to get the number one right? Right? Afterworlds, afterworlds. Oh, yeah. I got a question for LBP, too. So, you're... Relatively new into RLCS, obviously you've been with the team for a while now, but you're more known for the mental side of coaching. But have you found yourself kind of learning more of the actual gameplay and play style side where you can help the team here and there with uh, small notices and adjustments throughout the games? Yeah, 100%. Um, I think sitting in scrims for X amount of times, I think, I think, I can't remember, I think I like over 1K hours, and I think probably about 50 of those hours is actually playing the game myself. 
Um, so I've definitely rocked up a lot of scrim hours. Um, but I think most importantly as well is, I guess, when I jump on MindClickers and have a chat with, you know, uh, Nick or have a chat with Eclipse, uh, have a chat with Chrome, having a chat with some of these fantastic coaches in the game and learning what they do in different situations. I'm sort of kind of, you know, blending off their methodology for coaching as well and, and sort of understanding different situations, you know, learning rotations, learning different kickoffs, learning all these sort of intricacies that I never thought I would have actually been able to do uh, from the start because obviously I came into it, from, like you said, from that mental perspective and was pretty solid on that. But now I'm sort of understanding both domains and I think that's um, definitely working in my favour to understand the game a little bit more, see where I can, I guess, add in and change some things if required for sure. Awesome. And I, I don't want to leave you out, Lawler, even though you get to talk pretty often, but um, I mean... <laughs> what what's the biggest change you would like to see coming into the RLCS either next season or maybe even the season after because I mean, wow. they're coming up quick, but what is that one big thing that you might be looking for that'll change things up? Yeah. <laughs> <Just>, um... <laughs> No, the uh, I think probably the number one thing is I still think there is so much they can do content-wise, like uh, rookie profiles. Like when Daniel came in, why was there no rookie profile, no sit-down interview, no like the, the the ability to build up these players to the personalities that they are. Like a lot of people who don't watch OCE still know CJ because the personality that comes through the charismatic side of him that he has done on his own account. And yes, those moments have been created and Cyanox decides to like show light and shed light to those, like the walkouts and stuff. But those things don't happen unless CJ does those things. So finding ways in capacity, I think it would be awesome if they did like a show match at the beginning of the season and like did like an all-star event or found a way to, to showcase the players and then create B-roll and media content at that event, as well as a place for them to hang out and like kind of show kind of like a BTS thing, but use that as a excuse to do media stuff that they can release throughout the entire season because regionals candidly kind of get a little stale. Um, it is the same copy paste and yes, the graphic packages change and they have the hype chamber and stuff. But the reason why worlds is so awesome is not only because everybody's there in person, but then you also have these cool content pieces. You have stuff like the, you know, the Rizzo retirement videos and stuff there. Those things don't exist throughout the season. Like they just don't happen. So finding a way to, to make more high produced content, um, for break plates and like rather than sitting for 10 minutes doing nothing watching ads on repeat give me give me a funny video give me an interview with a player like give me showcase find ways to build up these personalities and these players so they can be the true like superstars that they are i think that stuff is something that needs to heavily be done i think the like the player spotlights they used to do they did one on Cronovi, dapper metzenoris like they actually flew to their place flew to their house like they're still the best videos i've made you just find out so much about their personal life and stuff so mm -hmm. so onyx if you're listening get on down to tasmania i'll show you around there around the country I feel bad <laughs> the crushing team that's got to go to hang out with cj gosh down and hang out with me dodge getting eaten by spiders and stuff like <laughs> no all right <laughs> <laughs> john we well, appreciate uh, the questions man thank you uh yep, thank you for joining but, the call and everything man Thank you, guys. Uh, good luck, of, of course, and uh, I'll be watching. Thanks, Thanks brother. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. All right. Um, I think we might have one or two potentially for an audio question. Otherwise, we might have to switch over to Twitch chat. I know you guys are only at the venue for a little bit longer, so we're going to go up until we can.
um, and then go from there. But um, I know we have a couple here. So in the meantime, while we're waiting to see what production wants to do, um, if they just drop somebody in here, sick, and then we'll go from there. But otherwise, um, Jack is back, it looks like. Hello, Jack. Oh, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, Jack. What's up? All right, hey. awesome. Uh, I would like to just bring up something that very useful. A little bit of friendly banter. Um, I will not into, get into the intricacies. You, you know what I'm trying to say. I, I'm not very good with words. But I would just like to point out that at the boot camp, I did beat Fever in a 1v1. You know, that's not that can't be the best look for him. A Diamond 3 runs player. Yeah. In right. You may not have been playing on keyboard and mouse, but you know this. Oh, that's, that's, irre that's irrelevant. Oh, that's irrelevant. Oh, okay. yeah, that's uh, irrelevant. You beat him like just before in a one v one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he played KBM. And, yeah, okay, that's fair. But you're a keyboard mouse player, aren't you yourself, Geo? Yeah. So. Um, oh, I have a question. Uh, like about keyboard and mouse type stuff. Uh, at Worlds, I know people will bring like controllers to sign and sometimes like hook up to a computer or whatever. Do you think it would be okay for me to bring my keyboard and mouse or is that too big? I mean, if, if you, you can if fit you're it in your carry-on, do it up, man. I've, I've definitely signed weirder things in a keyboard and mouse, so I think maybe a mouse would be easier <laughs> to take. <laughs> um, but no, big ups to keyboard mouse players. I saw that video the other day. I don't know if you saw I tweeted on Twitter of that guy that was hitting like with stores with his, yeah. with his, with his, his toe. toe. Yeah, I saw that. That's what I'm going to... I'm whipping that out in the off-season. You watch this. I'm going to have three keyboards for all my, all these toes. I'm just going to whack them all. Yeah, one time... Uh, seen that. In fifth grade, it was... Yeah, uh, I broke my arm, so I put my mouse under my desk and played with my feet on Rocket League. That was fun. There you go. You it, was, uh, it was difficult, but, you know. Uh, wow. Thank you for having me. Thanks for uh, doing this presentation type thing. Legend, we'll uh, see you at Worlds. Yeah. You. yeah, hopefully I can uh, see you guys at Worlds. See you there, hang Legend. Out for you a will, bit. for sure. Thanks for coming. Right, sounds good. Well, thanks for having me. Hey, appreciate it, Jack. I, uh, all right, let's try to find some from, because we all have the, I assume the stream up. At least I know CJ does too. Um, I'm trying to pull. If you guys have questions in chat and want to tag myself or CJ, uh, go ahead. Let's call it the quick fire 10. Yeah. Yeah. We got a quick, some quick takes. Any, any, like just quick, quick off the cuff, like I'll ask a question and give us like a quick, like two word answer. So, um, I'm going to scroll up and see if I can find any real quick. Um, have you seen LBP's Insta with his tips? What? Oh no. My tips. Don't watch any of LBP's TikToks or tip. Instagram videos, Instagram Wait, what tips? I'm confused. What Instagram you gave tips? Like the, the Renegades tips, like how they drink water and stuff. Oh, yeah, that was a phenomenal. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Gamers need water. Drink water. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, it's a short video, 30 seconds long for performance. Relax, mate. No, that's uh, um, who's your dark horse Fernando. for Worlds? Who's your dark horse oh, for yeah. Worlds? Uh, Dark Horse. I have to say Fury because I predicted them at the start of the yep. year or the start of the season. So, what up, Rob G? Roberto Gamizo. Love hey, you. Fernando, cool. I'm still smurfing on the rift. Yes, me and Lola. Yeah, I'm boosting him right now. <laughs> I'm getting boosted, so. We, uh, what What was the... You played Yi Jungle, right? Yeah, Jungle Yi. I, I logged on... I logged on League for the first time in like four years. Dropped like a 12-3 any game against 
Iron Kids. Pork, I felt I felt zero remorse. Those were the. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. Will there be a world CJ CJ show? Chrome CJ. That's Ooh, that's. Uh, we we'll lost. We we'll lost Chrome. Chrome that. I know Jazzo's going to be there. Jazzo's really gone under the radar since he made his retirement mm-hmm. from G two. So I'm looking forward to seeing him bounce back, and we'll uh, we'll we'll give him up. Maybe we'll we'll find something. If we could find a place, find a setup, we'll uh, we'll hook something up. So that should be good fun. And is NIG uh, bouncing back? I don't think so. No. Either way. Michael, what do you think? Um, it's going to be very tricky for them. I think. Um, that's not. Yes or potentially, no? but no. It's still not answer. Come on, don't dodge it. If you had to put money on it, are they making it out of groups? Nah, no way. That's three no's. No. Three no's. One and two at best. All right. We'll see how it happens. Maybe all three of us will be wrong. Um, what do you guys think? OC hasn't been doing as well this season internationally. Um. I don't know. I think it's just inconsistencies, I'd say. Like, we pulled out, like, you know, Pioneers have beaten a BDS, the number one seed. We beat Endpoint in the first regional, number one seed. Like, we've obviously beaten Furia. Like, we've, we've beaten good teams. We just haven't put together consistent performances. We've had a few weak ones in there, and you just can't afford to do that in some of these formats, like single elim and stuff that are really punishing. So, um, yeah, we've probably got, you know, I don't know. I think... Yeah, we yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll do, if we can put it all together and bring some consistency, then we can find a way because our best is honestly I know it's good enough to to be up there in the amongst the top, you know. I think we can make top 8 um when we're playing on our game. Like and it's, I don't think it's very far fetched for that. And then once you're there, it's just about who performs well in the day and we just got to get ourselves in that spot. So I'm I'm thinking we're getting out a wild card and then we're going to have a good crack at main event. So, yep. so Love that. Right, that type. Uh, this is a long one. With the scene getting younger and younger and kids having less social interaction with your things to change, be more snippets of player personalities, how do you find the balance between bringing people out of their shell and just having cringe, tough-to-watch interviews? Um, this one, it, it stems from making the players like comfortable. Like, Get rid of this whole generic, like, how'd you get into Rocket League? Like The super standard questions that you guys hear every single interview you need to have a conversation and then let the editing do its job. Like you can have a conversation with a pro that isn't super awkward and cringe. And yeah, maybe it's not going to be the greatest answers, but you have to be willing to put the time in. Like if I sit down with you for a 15 minute interview and I've never met you, probably going to be pretty weird. But if we take like two hours to like get to know each other and we're like going out for an activity or something, rather than just like sitting in a one-on-one and on a room with cameras and lights on your face, like, that stuff is intimidating for them. So you bring them into an environment where they're comfortable. You're just hanging out. Like, go look at like a lot of the early BTS interviews and see the difference from pros that you didn't think had a personality compared to now. Like it's, it's so different of an environment that is more welcoming and more like, like there is ways to accomplish it, even if they are not necessarily comfortable in front of a camera. Like there, there is ways to ease into it without a doubt. And I think it stems from how the interview and who the interviewee is. Um, I recently did press at, uh, London and like the difference in those players when they say I'm media outlet, this, this is my name. This is my question. And then there's me who peeks my head around and go, what's up boys. And instantly Astral perks up and he's ready to talk about anything you want. It's just, 
it, it's a different environment when you have that like cadence or that charisma to it. And sometimes that takes like doing it with somebody else. Like if CJ is not comfortable with an interview and he brings uh, Locke instead, like maybe it's a little bit different. So there's there's ways to do it, and that comes from time and experience. So. Yeah, yeah I think it's like time, time constraints, like especially we talk about how, you know, you said before, Lola, like they don't film any content outside of the, the lands, whereas if we were able to somehow, you know, get around these guys when they're at home and stuff and it's a much more comfortable mm-hmm. thing, like I know for like Lockie, you would nod in your head, like obviously you do like you've done a lot of support work and stuff. It's a lot about making people comfortable rather than, you know, just sitting down and ticking boxes and just trying to get them to ask certain questions as, as you said, it might be taking them out or taking them out of the shops and chatting to them and developing that relationship. But it's just, again, I guess it's a time thing, you know, when you've got yeah. maybe 16 teams, 24 teams or whatever, trying to get all the guys in there and different languages and stuff like that. It's hard. And worst case scenario, we get, you know, Kronovi Mountain memes for the rest of his career and uh, Doomsie makes a parody video. Like, worst case scenario, we get content. So, like, <laughs> arguably one of the best videos in Rocket League history. So, yeah, you just, you just never know. Uh, is one... I read that. <laughs> if you could pick a 1-0 team in the wild card to face from the top eight seeds, who would you pick? A 1-0 team. So assuming this team is one. Yep. Um, so I guess likely... Like your round two, who's your ideal candidate? I'd take an optic round two. But I think likely it's going to be like a... Because I, I guess if you're a 3-0 team, you're playing like a 3-2, three, 3-1. Three, Hopefully it'll be 3 so we might be playing a close matchup like the winner of a Pioneers Veloce. Mm. I don't know if they make us play against OCE, but I guess that's just how the seeding might work. Um, but it might be like a close game or like an 0-1. Who are 0-1 playing? Um, K-Corp. Yeah, like I maybe would, one of those. I wouldn't, mind a, I wouldn't mind a secret or, or temper. Temper. Semper. Semper. Oh, yeah. Give us, give us one of those. Yeah, secret sample. That'd be nice. I'd like that. I like that. Um, quick, five teams that are making playoffs. Five teams are making playoffs. <laughs> um, Falcons, Which Fury, are... Moist, V1. V1. Space Station, always find a way. I like that. I'd agree with those. I think those are, are pretty solid favorites. I like those. It's funny that BDS mm. and NRG aren't really in anyone's calculations right now. Like BDS could always. Do, so. I think G2 will probably make it. Oh, I don't G2. Think oh yeah, G2. <laughs> yep. Well, they didn't um, in London, so who knows? Oh, yeah, that's true. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and a crowd. I reckon they'll get around it. Rocket League ever get football club decals? I think with ownership stuff, probably not. I could see maybe like MLS and stuff. Um, Cyanix has a sponsorship with a team. Um, I forget who. Somewhere, somewhere in San I'm Diego. Not too sure. yeah. Take, Take your hot take. <laughs> Chrome's not he even, drops a, he even drops a buddy. Ooh. He's getting slandered in chat here. Like he's, he's always repping space. Day. That's what we love about him. He will, he will <laughs> die. He would die on the bed of that team if anyone Rightfully so. talks bad about him. Um, let's see. San Diego loyal. There you go. Game of Mafia at Worlds? Probably not, unfortunately. That'll come back eventually. 
BTS. Uh, yeah, Gold Rush is coming up in August, but BTS, hopefully another one soon. Why, uh, why are half the men in Australia named Lachlan and the other half named Cameron? <laughs> it's a really weird... I, I think, I don't know. It's just, it's just a synergy we've built as a team. It's I a think dream it's team, just, isn't it? Stumbled across a couple of Camerons and a couple of Lachlans. Um, Lola Mum, here we go. Do you have a favourite moment to date as a pro? Uh, as a pro, I'm guessing you're saying I'm going to take that as on the pitch, like, you know, playing. I'd probably say favourite moment. Um, probably first Sweden land, like the end point or... Like, I think that excitement of the first land back with a couple of years off COVID and then we, we rolled end point. I think beating Fury on stage was really fun. I think just playing Sam, like playing, when we play Fury, it's just so fun because you just know that like everyone's watching. Here we go again, OCE versus Sam. And uh, we had a lot of fun with that. Maybe that's why we win because we actually enjoy ourselves. Maybe that's the secret of winning. We just need to have fun. Have fun, mate. All right, chat. We've got time for one more question. One I want to get a bunch of them. The last chat gold one. Yep. And I'm going to let CJ and, and Lachlan pick the, the best one. Uh, I'm going to put the pressure on you guys. So if you guys have one good question to close it out, it can be about literally anything. Uh, hit us with it. Chuck it in there right now. Yep, yep. You guys got. We'll give you another minute. I'll quickly jump in there. Someone asks, "What teams are most like? Hey, imagine off the game." Well, I think that every team that is a fifteen and sixteen year olds play exactly like they do on the field as they are off the field. Just, just at immature kids like they just play like absolute. <laughs> you know. They don't have a brain on the field and they don't have a brain off the field. But that's what they do. They just have fun and they don't think about it. They don't feel pressure. So, yeah. What an answer. Um, Team, you can finish with Chrome's question. That's pretty good luck. Yeah. I'll, just, uh, I'll give it to Chrome. Yeah. Team, you really want to play. Is there a specific team? And tell me why. There's only one team we always want to play. Uh, there really only is one in there. K-Dog knows who it is. It's always Furia. We said we said it at Saudi. Give us Furia again. These guys are winning half a million dollars at Saudi, but they can't roll the OCE one seed. So give us Furia anytime, any place. Get us out of wildcards straight into main event, and we want Furia first up, and we're just going to roll them. So what What is it about that Furia matchup that makes you guys so confident? Well, like, Is it a playstyle thing? Is it... We're just in their heads, Lola. Like, I spoke to Carter Saudi, and I was like, you know, uh, after they won, and I said, you still won't beat us, though. And then he laughed and sort of, like, tapped his head. So we just got the mental edge. We've got the mental edge over, over Furia. They just know it. Doesn't matter we've how well they're playing. We've planted you, the seeds. You finally, got to, you finally got a handshake with the boy. And you took a photo, and you did something. I don't know what you did, yeah. but, like, you've ruined them. Yeah, put those highlights up. Nice and another 3-0. I just... <laughs> and, and now they come coming top four winning land so we got them again planted the seeds we're just they're our bunnies great relationship with them though you know uh, good banter as well but really they, good guys great lads happy really for them to win land they're, they're all paying off apartments and I know cards going to Gucci stores but I think that some of them are doing good things with the money <laughs> <laughs> uh well, boys, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, for myself as well as CJ and Lachlan. Uh, shout outs again to production. They've been pulling in a lot of this Legends. stuff last second too. Like some of the graphics were sending to them last second, literally in a Discord chat, and they just pop it up and make it happen. So a lot of Legends. stuff on the fly. Uh, massive love to everybody who either purchased tickets, showed up, asked questions in the show. Uh, I think stuff like that is a really cool way to keep things exciting. And it's it's different when you go from like 
reading a question in chat and then actually hearing the person ask it and be part of the conversation. So um, I know for a lot of people that is kind of intimidating. So I do, I do appreciate you all coming in and hanging out and asking the questions. But uh, our world's preview show uh, in partnership with Renegades and Pre-Addiction has officially come to an end. Uh, on behalf of myself, CJ, and, and Lachlan, we appreciate you guys taking the time. Uh, shout out to production, Ian, the producer, and everybody else in the back. Without you guys, we can't do this stuff. So uh, with that said, uh, Worlds is literally a week away. August 4th is when these goes down first round. You got Renegades up against Bravado. It's going to be a fun one. You won't want to miss it, but uh, hopefully we see you guys there in person. Don't be afraid to say hi to us. I know I know these guys are, are more than willing to say hi, take photos, and uh, of course, CJ's got to feed that ego, so... You know, he's doing <laughs> yeah, absolutely wait. come say hi if you're saying honestly don't be scared we want to we want to take photos and get around everyone this is this is sick this is it world champs we're here we've built this whole season the whole year for this can't wait thanks everyone for tuning in tonight i think this was good fun yeah good time appreciate the show up thanks for everybody coming hanging out i know it's a late night stream on my channel nobody's everybody's like what, what's happening so uh, <laughs> glad you guys uh, weren't too afraid and stuck around so uh again that does it for us we appreciate you guys hanging out and uh hopefully we see our worlds peace